This is Ignore the Noise. Thank you for pressing play. Now let's make some. It's time to tune in. Pay attention so that you win. You got a few plays left to try to move in. Off the pitch and tie all the loose ends. Because I know how much you really hate losing. You like to brag, but you can't really talk. Got bad advice. See, blame your man for the loss. It's time to start expanding your sauce. Get all the info on fantasy sports. Not the only podcast out here doing this. But it's legit and the most true to this. All the others, I be like, how do you exist? You're just noise disturbing the peace. Ludicrous. Put you in the top spot. Because I found a Ignore the noise like yeah. Yo, gotta do the, the famous yo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back once again. Once again. Hey, I really thought I said, dang, BJ on the call? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Got the, the, I was the only way I know how to come to the, to the intro now is just yo, because he, he's done it every single time. Uh, but it's Ignore the Noise, we back again. It's Rev. Uh, we got Sleebo, we got K-Dubs, we're missing uh, Big Dog BJ, um, he had family affairs, um, taking care of nieces or something like that, but he had, he had family he had to take care of, so he's missing tonight, but we're going to still rock, because we still got sports going on, it never ends, um, and we're going to segue right into our DFS tonight, because we, we've been focusing heavily on basketball right now, uh, what's the landscape looking like, fellas? Uh, boogie Bogey right now. City. Well, no, I'm, yeah, I'm not donating tonight, but I guess, Mike, you, you can tell them why you donated, though. What happened? <laughs> uh, just them last-minute lineup adjustments. Forgot to save my lineup. Well, actually, I saved my lineup, but it's only in a free tournament. <laughs> but in my, my main, the meat of what I was playing, I had a, the, I guess, a skeleton lineup, and it's currently bombing right now. Dang. So it was like it was like one of those lines you just make to get into the tournament that you ain't adjust yet. No, it was it was the first lineup I made oh, without. Your yeah, without looking at the depth chart and all that them, good them, stuff. Some sleepo stats. So we made yeah. adjustments. Yeah. So uh, just by the way, this is this is Friday night. So uh, what's today's date? The eleventh, November eleventh. So um, yeah, we had we had a couple interesting things happen. We had Melo get ejected. That's the first one. Um, that went on top of my head, which was it was kind of BS. He basically dove on the floor, got a got a foul, went up to the ref, said something to the ref, probably probably, probably called him the N word, um, got a tech, <laughs> told him he hates Trump, told him he hates Trump, got teched him again, and he was out of here. <laughs> oh man, yeah, um, I'm well, I'm well into my caches and, and all my double ups. I'm I'm pretty. Deep into the cash, uh, and I got Melo just sitting with fourteen points, you know. And with the way it's looking, I don't know. I could get walked down tonight because uh, Lillard, McCullum, and Boogie, all those guys, you know, they they're pretty high owned, or they should have been tonight. I haven't really checked, but they're all just you know eating. I think McCullum and Boogie has twenty fancy points apiece in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken, but. I can't see the turnovers now, but um, yeah, Mello, thank you for. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he was playing well too. I think he had those fourteen points. I think it was four minutes in the second quarter. Um, so he would at least probably hit thirty, if not thirty-five, forty. Give me, give me thirty-three, four. You know, he, his price is low. It's seventy-seven hundred. Yeah, so, I mean for that's his, for his upside. That's a sure. good price for Mello. 
Yeah, you know, and, and he had a, he had a pretty good matchup. Isaiah Thomas snapped off on us. Um, Avery Bradley went off. I'm not sure who else on Boston went off. Nobody really snapped on the Knicks. If you took any punch, they were strong. Um, but it was a couple strong plays tonight. I mean, it's a high scoring night. I think. I think it was safe to say that. I think uh, Lowry went off. Um, yeah. Kemba went off. Who else? Uh, DeRozan went John, off. John, I think John Wall went off as well. John but uh, what I'll say, he had, he had a good day. You know, I, I don't want to just skip over how easy it is to target the Knicks. You know, and, and so you mentioned uh, Thomas, but Marcus Smart also had a great yeah, game. <laughs> Bradley. Kelly, the big man Kelly Olenek had a great game. He, he, you know, all these guys, you know, you, you you said it, Trev. I'm not picking on your team, but. No, go ahead. You, they, they can't play defense. You want to stack against the Knicks. It's just. They cannot play defense. That's our, our Achilles heel. Right now we're struggling. It's literally all of the star players are complaining about we don't know how to play defense. We're missing assignments. We're missing rotations. We can't guard the pick and roll. Um, we yeah. can score, but we're definitely a team to pick on when it comes because we can't really take anything away. Like, Boston was missing Al Horford. They so you're missing their their yeah yeah yeah, and they still put it on us like <laughs> like, like they put it on us easy like so we were struggling. And they were missing one of their big guns. Um, so but yeah, I mean almost almost anybody, and we also struggle with with shooters. So if, and Boston's a very good shooting team. Um, so they're gonna any team that's a really good jump shooting team. Um, from mm-hmm. long range is going to kill the Knicks because we we suck in rotation and almost every long range shooter we went against hit big shots. I think the one of their weakest is a shooting guard, um, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we won't do as bad on a driving guard, um, but like unless you're doing pick and roll, like James Harden, he came in and, and I think he had seven destroyed you guys, yeah. <laughs> Harden destroying everybody. He's averaging. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's uh, fifteen yeah. assists a game. Yeah, I, I seen. Look um, at this. They were talking about him on a first take today, um, and Kellerman made a really good point. He's like, um, "Look, before uh, what, what's the coach name? I forgot his name. Um, the, the pick and roll guy, the Steve Nash coach. Ah, oh, forget his name. But before him, come on, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, D'Antoni. So before D'Antoni, you know, Harden, it, the offense went through Harden anyway. He just held the ball, dribble, dribble, probably passed to you. Was two seconds left, or he just took a bad shot. <laughs> so D'Antoni basically just said, "Give them the ball early." Let him dribble it, and he'll pass it. I mean, he kind of ran point guard at, at times when he was on OKC, run pick and roll top of the key. They both love offense. Offense would be fine. and it's, it's a perfect marriage. Now, they probably won't do much work in the playoffs, but for Harden um, and their offense, they're all going to look inflated right now running that running that type of offensive style. That, that pick yeah. and roll top of the key with Harden running the point is tough. Yeah, man, before we hop into football, I just wanna, I'm going I'm to read you the stat line real quick. You ready for this? Let me read you this stat line. Courtney Lee had one point, one assist, and one rebound today. He did get into foul trouble. Uh, let me just put that out. He, yeah, he finished with three personal fouls. And I guess I, I guess <laughs> yeah. while he was in foul trouble, they must they must have got blown out in that time period. <laughs> but this guy is such a waste of space. <laughs> I cannot believe he picked up. What? No, read Justin Holiday. I see, I see this. Look at Justin Holiday because he took his spot when he got in foul trouble. I think just the holiday play well. On the ho- oh, solid. Yes, that's how I like to see holiday. Holiday, very solid. Looks like 50% from the field, 10 points, five boards. Very, I can't, I, I'm, not, I'm looking at ESPN, so I don't see the points. In the, um, I don't see the steals and the blocks right now. But okay. yeah, Justin Holiday has to be made. Get rid of that app and use the Yahoo Sports app like we I did. told you. I do. I do use that, but I'm looking at Look, ESPN. Look, Mike, don't give any app advice because we're going in. you have us running in funky. 
Oh God, yeah, but we're, we're going we're going into football. So I was just looking at the, I was looking at the football. So like, <laughs> I really want to go there, man. Uh, but <laughs> and, <laughs> with that note, let's uh hop into these football games. So it's a uh, once again it's that time we got a fantasy football Sunday coming up and a lot of hearts are gonna be broken, um but we're getting close to that uh that playoff time where it's on the line <laughs> everything is on the line <laughs> I'm very nervous right now because I'm right on, I'm one of those guys on the bubble I need uh <laughs> uh these uh these losers once upon a time ago are not losers anymore and they are nipping at my heels. Um, I went on a nice losing streak. They went on a nice winning streak, and I can be pushed out of my little wild card spot. So I need this W, and I'm sure there's other people that need their Ws. These Ws are important, especially the people in the bubble. For those people that are in first and second seed, you can now exit the podcast. I'm, I'm lying. We need you to stay anyway. Yeah. Well, I think now for season long, now now you're looking at, you know, when you really look at your waiver wire picks, you know, and you're looking at – um. I guess people, your team is pretty much what it is right now. It's not going to get too much better, or it's not going to change drastically. You know, I guess you can target some buy low guys or try to do some tr- last minute trading. You know, before the uh, the trade deadline, usually trade deadlines are in week twelve. You know, but you're pretty much locked in with your team, and you're you're going um, to the to the playoffs or not with the team that you have now. I mean, so hopefully, as we go through these games, we can try to find some gems. That you know, we can we can show people uh, to help them maybe get over that hump. Yeah, and not, and not only that, um, it'd be key to note for the people that are like one two seeds, especially if you have bye weeks or whatnot. It's time to examine your roster. Now's the time to examine the playoffs and examine your matchups during then. And if you if you have if you can afford to to you know make trades to the, a player, like if you can afford to lose a week or two, but you can have a, a player that has advantages in the playoff weeks so that you're not, you know, going against Seattle with a running back. <laughs> You've done all this work to get there. Um, <laughs> now's the time to start focusing in on that. Um, if you can, if you can, obviously if you're in the bubble, you don't do that. You just, you just got to fight through it and you do what it is. But if you're, if you're in that, that position of advantage, you, you know, you're looking long-term um, and you're from a position of power. If you can make trades and make moves, uh, time to make moves. I learned that from Kenny a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, look, when you were that advantage spot, you just gotta start looking at them. Hey, hey, yeah. I remember you called me. He said, "Hey, look, no, there was Marshawn Lynch, and I just got lucky." He was like, "Listen, Marshawn Lynch is balling, but when you get in the playoffs, I think he had Arizona, Seattle. Yeah, it was like Arizona. No, he, <laughs> like he finished, Yeah, so it was Arizona, like the Rams, Arizona, back to back to back. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was the, yeah, it was Arizona, um, the Niners, but the Niners had defense then. It was two years ago, and. It, yeah. I was like, oh man, I'm looking at it like that's rough. I just played him anyway. He I got lucky. I ain't gonna I was like, please beast. <laughs> and he still had strong games because it was just the, the score was low. Uh but Lord, I was nervous. And I, it's time to start paying attention to that. You gotta think like a champion. That's our champion. Yeah, play. I'm I'm in yeah, no I'm, position. Okay, Mike. Uh, no, I remember that season because I was trying to give you I think you wanted Brandon Marshall for Lynch, and then I looked at it, I looked at his schedule, I said, No. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <You got it. laughs> and then he went off anyway. 
<laughs> well, because because what you're doing is you're trying to set yourself up to have the best. Because, I mean, I think once you get to the playoffs, this is where the fluke takes over. Because oh, there's, yeah. you you've done your job. You you drafted a good team, or maybe you traded to a good team, or you played the waiver wires. Or, you know, you did it well. But now in the playoffs, you got to just hope that your players go off. You know, in that one at the end of the season, everything's tight. So you're looking at divisional matchups, divisional games that they're playing the teams for the second time. And so those 30 point games are more valuable, you know, so uh, it's good to target bad defenses. You know, it's just you just got to you got to hope, you know, maybe you can be in a position to to, to pluck a, a good player away. There's one there's one player I'm excited about that's actually on my team now. It's Brandon Cooks. He gets the Bucks twice you know, in the playoffs. So if I make it, I'm feeling pretty good about any Saints or Bucks that you have on your team. You know, they 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 play each other two times within three weeks within the playoffs of fantasy this year. Yeah, that's strong because uh, Breeze right now is, man, Breeze is being Breeze, man. He's, he's, I think they have the number one offensive attack. If, if it's not them, then it's probably maybe Atlanta. But I think the Saints are definitely top five. Um, I can put the numbers in front of me. Um, yeah, it's, it is. It's Michael Thomas, man. Like he has Snead, Thomas, and Cooks just running out there. You know, it. Breeze is a, he's amazing. Kid's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's he, he does it time and time again. Give him some weapons, and he's gonna give you an offense. <laughs> like, like you put them out there. Uh, what the Jags would give to have Drew Breeze? <laughs> like Lord. <laughs> uh, no, just think about it. Think about it if you. It, I know our offensive line is not the greatest. Yeah, that's an hour, but I root for Jacksonville still. So, if imagine if you had Drew Brees with Marquise Lee, A. Rob, Julius Thomas, uh, Mercedes Lewis, I think they would eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but we couldn't afford we, we couldn't afford all of them. Because Drew Brees would well, make yeah, every single last one Julius of them. Julius Thomas would get off the team. Yeah, we yeah, we couldn't afford all. Yeah, bye. I'll take Mercedes Lewis. It's fine. He's good enough. Good enough. So, uh. Moving into our, our games, so we've got we got a lot of games. Are there any games that's sticking out, or any players you're looking at? Uh, I like to like like build the DFS roster first. So I don't know which comes first. I don't know if it's me looking for a running back or me looking for who the Niners are playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of DFS, when you as soon as you open up the FanDuel app, you go to running back, you go to the top, <laughs> click David Johnson and put him in your lineup. Put, yeah, because he has San Francisco this oh, week at is. home. Yeah, he's a free square. That, yeah, that's a, that's a lock right there. You just lock that up and you just build around it. So now it's it's, it's the who's had the best David Johnson lineup? Is that what I'm hearing? I, you know what? Pretty and much. I, yeah, I, I was building lineups earlier today in NFL, just kind of messing around, and it's just stupid not to not to go with David Johnson. I'm in tournament lineups, and I'm just like, well, you know, I'm because I'm not going to play a lot of volume. I'm just going to play one lineup and use that lineup a bunch of different times, and you know, in a couple of different ways. And I was like, well, why? If I could get a running back that's cheap, I mean, David Johnson's sitting here. You got to think he's going to go for 23 fantasy points. And I'm being very nice right now because his average is 23. You know, it's the Niners. And so I think what what could happen, just to be careful with, and David Johnson's in all my NFL cash lineups for the week. Um, But the the Niners are so bad that, you know, Carson Palmer could steal a couple touchdowns. You know, it's just – Weird, you know, we expect David Johnson to rush for 150 yards, three TDs, and he should do that. But you know, spending nine thousand dollars for a guy that only gets you 80, 
well, you know what? I'm stopping. Let me start right yeah, now. Just like, exactly his, what, his what do you floor is just 100 this. yards and a touchdown. His apps, like that's literally the worst he can possibly give you. I just get scared because I'm like, well, the okay. Niners are bad all around. You know what? If, Look, yeah, but Carson is not great. Scores. Carson hasn't played great yeah. in a while. Um, yeah. and yes, he may he may throw a touchdown, but I mean. Their, their offensive fluidity hasn't looked good. The only weeks I think he's actually looked good was when Larry Fitzgerald took over, if, if I'm not mistaken. Like, when Larry Fitzgerald took over the game and caught, like, three touchdowns, those were only the weeks that I remember when I was like, oh, Carson's amazing. Other than that, it's been a David Johnson show. I mean, this guy is it the is. same guy that it put is. up 25 points on Seattle. Like, he, like it when, is. he just was like, I'm throwing the ball to him. I'm handing the ball to him. The, the offense, <laughs> it doesn't, like, I'm not worried about him at all now. Carson and their favorite, him. their favorite by fourteen too. So they're yeah. going to be killing. You know what? Yeah, it, everything screams I mean, David now, Johnson. This yeah, game. I mean they may they may take away from his ceiling. So like he may not get you know the three touchdown game. That's possible because Carson, their defense is bad enough. But Carson's probably going to throw one, maybe throw two. Um, I started him in the league just in case um, because their their defense is bad. I mean, but they may score forty and they may need to because Arizona's offense has been struggling. I I don't see them benching a lot of their players even if this game is getting bad because the Arizona are three four and one. They are how, how underachieving. I, yeah. How do I feel about uh, JJ Nelson being named the number two wide right receiver on that offense now? I think they're struggling and they're looking for continuity. <laughs> like I really okay. do. I think I think they want. Carson to have a good game. Um, obviously, David Johnson is their best offensive player right now. He's going to get fed. But if Carson gets it rolling, I don't, I'm not worried about them going to the bench in the third quarter because I think that they're going to want that offense to get rolling so they can beat other teams. Because right now they're underperforming. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carson was out there in the fourth quarter and they were up 14 points. Okay, so we're going with David Johnson. Can I trust anybody else in this game and season-long or DFS this week? Is there anybody else that you're thinking, like, you can slide him in a couple lineups or Carson. maybe flex somebody? Carson, Carson would Palmer. have to be the only guy. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, you know, if, you, if you're a quarterback, if you have Andrew Luck this week and Carson is sitting on in, in free agency, start him. I mean, he's getting to the Niners. I mean, if you like, okay. I always go back to the rule, like, when, when games like this, if you're not going to start him now, then there, you'll never start Carson Palmer. <laughs> like, he's got the Niners. Um, so, like, for, for teams that are on bye weeks, I'm, I'm, I know Andrew Luck on top of my head because I have Andrew Luck. Um, but to me, he's the only player that I know I wouldn't – he has a safe floor against the Niners because uh, he may throw two to David Johnson in the air. And <laughs> he may not run it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's also a receiver, and you know you get all those yards after catch, and David Johnson's very good at that as well. Um, that's one thing I can think of. Um, I, I don't feel safe with Cap. I, I don't like... I think uh, Hyde, I'm not sure if Hyde's back. I think he's still out. Last time I checked it, it was like he, 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 he's limited in practice. And when I don't think he's a, a, a go yet, but he would be the only other guy. But I don't really like him because Arizona's good against the run anyway. Yeah, other than Larry Fitzgerald and the PPR... It's David Johnson and bench everybody else pretty much in this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mike, and, and definitely Trev. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, Carlos Hyde, we'll know tomorrow. And they said on Saturday, we'll know if he's going to play tomorrow or not. But I really, I don't think there's just so many other good matchups. You know, at running back, don't you don't have to look at him. And if you, if you're in season long, you know, um, 
I would look to go elsewhere if you could on your bench. So yeah, we we can move on to another game, man. Another game I'm, I've been looking at here um, that that I'm personally you know a little excited about. You know, it's uh it's going to be the Dolphins and the Chargers. Um, yeah, the Dolphins and the Chargers, and, and the reason why is because I think now we can look to to pivot off of David Johnson, and this is only tournament talk, you know. Um, and we're looking at Melvin Gordon in a sweet spot at home against the Miami Dolphins rushing defense, which is they're they're horrible, just like the Niners. And um, I think I think this is the weekend. You know, Melvin Gordon just came off a huge week. Um, and I actually joked around with the lineup. I put Melvin Gordon and David Johnson in a lineup together, just to <laughs> just to just to throw them in there together, man. Because I, you know, we we all know that uh, that Gordon has high high upside when it comes to TDs. Um, but he's he's world. <laughs> Doesn't even sound good, dog. I know, I know, I know. And listen, I, I just I said I said pivot off of <laughs> off of David Johnson and Melvin Gordon. Oh my but, gosh, bro! The reality we live in, dog. If if he's in a good spot, if Johnson's in a good spot, I mean, Melvin Gordon's spot is it's it's really identical. If you look at it, it's the same thing, you know. Um, well, Greg, right I, I, I will tell you, it's it's favorable, but Miami gives up 136 yards on the ground, right per game. Uh, okay. San Francisco is giving up 192. Jeez. <laughs> so, oh, oh my god. So, <laughs> They are by far the worst. <laughs> yeah, they're all favorable, but it is bad. It's real bad. I'm, I'm looking at Miami. It says, it says 30 rank rush defense. So there's a yeah, they're, huge they're third, Yeah, so they're, they're bad. They're bad. It's just 32 okay. is really bad. <laughs> That's so bad. Man. <laughs> yeah, so I get you. I get what you're going. They definitely have a favorable matchup, but the Niners are atrocious. So. And- yeah, with, with um also you know stick with the Chargers offense. Philip Rivers to me is just in a great spot, um, and I think Tyrell Williams as well. With with Travis Benjamin, he's hurt. You know, um, Tyrell found the end zone last weekend, and I think he's going to do it again this weekend. I mean, they're just in a great spot overall as a team. Um, I think they get Hunter Henry back as well this week, but uh, I'm liking the Chargers offense this week. I'm, I'm buying it. Are they in San Diego or in Miami? They're in San Diego. They're home. I mean, everything. They're favorite. They're in San Diego. Um, everything. It's just, it just looks good, you know, uh, from my point of view. This weekend for the Chargers, it looks really good. Yeah, I mean, I think they take this game. Um, on, on the flip side, I, I, I think JJ is going to have a, a solid game. Um, but I yeah. do like Jarvis Landry a lot. Um, Jarvis Landry is going to get targeted a lot. All that boy's got to do is somehow find the end zone. He's turned into the Melvin Gordon of wide receivers last year, um, where he can't really find the end zone. I think he has one touchdown on the entire season. Um, yeah, one touchdown. He has 49 catches for 605 yards and then one TD. Yeah, so he's catching the ball. Like, so he's definitely in the offense. If he can, I think this is a game where he could stumble into the end zone because um, mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to score a lot of points. Um, San Diego is obviously going to give it to Miami in different ways, and they're probably not going to be able to stop it or do much about it. Um, and all they're going to try to do is try to answer back. Um, and I think uh, Landry could be, especially in PPR. So if you're in a PPR season long or the DFS, I think Fan, not Fan, DraftKings gives you a whole point. He could be a nice sure. flex option um, because I think they're going to be passing a lot. Jay Ajay, I do expect him to have a good game. I just don't think he's going to have a 200 yard, like one of those big. 
swing for the fences type game, but he may stumble into a lot of touchdowns and kind of eat up. You know, it depends on the game sure. flow. Um, I just don't expect a big yardage day. Yeah, I don't think I would touch Jarvis Landry. Um, I did see some talk this week about how the, they're frustrated. He should be getting targeted and touches more touches. He's just not. Uh, I think the last three weeks, the, the Miami offense has kind of shifted to Jay Ajayi. They, they're, they're, the whole dynamic of their team has just changed, you know, um, to where at the beginning of the year, we could lean on Jarvis Landry. We could count on that 10, 11 targets a game. I can't, I don't have it in front of me, but I don't think he's being targeted as much. I'm not sure why. So I'm, I'm a skeptical when it comes to Landry. I'm not too much on JHI. Uh, I, I don't think I want any, a lot to do with Ryan Tannehill. Um, and I touted him earlier this, I touted him earlier this year though. And I was like, well, I think Tannehill. Did you trade you know, him? Um, I think oh, I traded I for him. him I can't remember. Oh. Yeah, I picked him up. Yeah, I was using Tannehill. I definitely was using Tannehill. Um, after I, you know, I, yeah, I forgot. Was, yeah, your life but was hard for a minute. Dog. It just didn't work out. Well. Yeah, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out well. I, I, and I liked him. It's just I was wrong about Tannehill this year. Uh, so yeah, Mike, you got some thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think that's that's what's wrong with Landry is they yeah. came to the realization that Tannehill is trash. So <laughs> they say we have a decent running back. So let's just give him the ball. And keep the ball out of Tannehill's hands, and that's having a negative impact on Landry. Yeah. Now, Landry did pop up on the injury report with the shoulder injury, but um, from what I'm reading here, he's expected to play. But yeah, in daily, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch him. Well, there are p- plenty of other guys around that price range that I'd rather have. Uh, Randall Cobb. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Emmanuel Sanders versus New Orleans. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch him in DFS. Maybe in DraftKings with the full point, but it's a stretch. Okay. I mean, well, you you mentioned the Broncos and the Saints. Uh, I guess if y'all want, we could transition to that game. Uh, That's the, the power of a uh, uh, strength versus strength. But um, yeah, Denver yeah. still beat up, yeah. huh? Yeah, you got New Orleans at home, uh, favorite by three, which is important. Um, they're favored against the Broncos defense that's a little banged up, very bad against the run. Uh, and their number one cornerback is out. Uh, typically, I would lean more towards staying away from the passing game against Denver. But, but with Drew Brees at home, uh, I don't think it's going to matter too much. I, I've seen Drew Brees carve up Seattle at home, home this year. And I think they're going to look at Denver and they're going to move the ball. Uh, fairly fairly well this weekend. So, you know, for me, uh, I guess I'll start off the, the players I'm, I'm looking at from New Orleans offense. I'm kind of interested in, Mar- in, in Mark Ingram again this week and, and Tim Hightower. And so Oakland showed us last week, listen, you can gash the, the, uh, the Broncos. It's not going to be difficult. So I think they're going to move the ball um, by running it. And I think Drew Brees is going to find the end zone two to three times this weekend. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think Ingram. Not not to cut you off, Mike. I think Ingram is an interesting because I, I or it could be high time. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with their their backfield. Um, but Denver's definitely susceptible to get gashed on the ground. Um, Drew Brees, obviously, you don't bench him. He's gonna start. I probably, I guess he's a contrarian play if in a tournament um, because he's probably gonna be low owned, and there's not many times you can have Drew Brees low owned. Um, mm. I'm just I'm fearful, and that's probably why he's going to be a contrarian play. 
Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're going to swing to the fences, you got him there like that. I mean, because it's still Drew Brees. Um, I'm not sure which wide receiver. Wh- who's, what's his big wide receiver name? Uh, Mike Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas. Michael yeah. Thomas. Yeah. Um, and games like this where it's going to be in your face, um, those are the guys I usually like. The bigger, more physical, catching traffic type guys. Um, <clears throat> when we got defense like this, I usually tend to stay away from Brandon Cooks. Or receivers like Cooks. Uh, the smaller, need to be open, throw dots, yada, yada. But that's about it. Um, don't really like anything on Denver side, except for Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I do like him because Simeon likes him. But other than that, um, that's it for me. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Drew Brees is a good play, but I guess the the challenge in DFS would be figuring out which one of his receivers to stack him with. Because Chris Harris, their best corner, you would think – they would probably put him on the receiver who's playing the best right now, which is Michael Thomas. So that kind of knocks him down a peg. So, yeah. Okay, man. I'm sorry. No, that's that's it. So just choosing which one of those receivers you want to stack him with in a tournament if you decide to go with Drew Brees. See, I think this weekend, you know, there's two quarterbacks that I have kind of like on a naked list where you can just throw them out there by themselves. I think Brady and Brees are both quarterbacks. You can throw them out there by themselves. Rodgers as well. You know, those guys, they're good, and you know they're going to do good every single weekend, but we just don't know who they're going to do good with. So um, I, I don't mind taking Breeze in a game where I feel like he can throw for 250, 275 yards in, the, in, in a couple of TDs, maybe three TDs, just throw him out there by himself because you're right. It, it's going to depend a lot on who Chris Harris matches up with, and I think Chris Harris personally should should see time in front of Michael Thomas um, he's not going to be in the slot. And, th- and so, you know, I-, I would look at a Brandon Cooks um, in a tournament play, of course. I- the reason being, you know, or, or a Snead now, you know, because th- if Thomas gets Harris, you know, he's been playing very well, but Breeze is too smart of a quarterback um, to just throw into the, you know, the best coverage. And I know, I know this name sucks, and now it's a good spot to look at Kobe Fleener, you know, Um uh, you know, I know, I know, I know. And like I said, it's a tournament play, but I, I'm saying this. Breeze isn't – I think Breeze is going to be successful. And so if Breeze is going to be successful, he has to be successful with somebody. You know, um, I wouldn't bank on – whoever Chris Harris is guarding, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bank on that guy having a big game. And so like you said, I mentioned earlier, Mike, Michael Thomas – it makes sense for him to, to line up in front of him. Um, maybe Sneeding Cooks are, are set for okay days in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Well, um, piggybacking off of the great running backs, let's slide on down um, <clears throat> to Thomas Brady world. Where mm-hmm. we, uh, you know, we've got another battle of the juggernauts, or I guess strength versus strength. I mm-hmm. guess if Seattle's still the, the elite defense, but we got New England versus uh, Seattle. Uh, what are you guys seeing out of there? Oh boy, uh, I think Brady's going to throw for five touchdowns, and <laughs> oh my goodness, it, it should it should be fairly easy, and this is why. So, so disrespectful, dog. <laughs> they've already said they're coming out firing the football. All right, so you know you, this. I don't think we're going to see Blunt. I don't think we're going to see the under center Brady that we've been seeing. I think we're going to see five wide Brady. Um, and I think we're going to uh, a five safe, five's a safe number. I want to be safe. I don't want to go too, <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't. 
But there's no. You think Seattle? Listen, I watch Breeze just tear Seattle up. I mean, tear yeah, tear Seattle up. I think the Patriots are at home, if I'm yeah, not they're mistaken. No, it's in New England. Yeah, listen, guys, stop it. Now, Cam Chancellor is back, so to me, that even takes the run even more out of it. He's off the injury report. He's back now. I'm looking for Gronk. Um, I'm looking for for Edelman just to destroy these guys. Um, but you know, I, I could be biased. So I'm gonna let someone else speak. You, you'll, on be the a, game. you'll be a little biased. I, and I, I I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Mike talk on this. I just want to say one point because you made me you made me Google it because you said he the Saints shredded Seattle up and all of this yada yada yada. So I just wanted to look okay. at you know what the Saints did, and Drew Brees was thirty-five for twenty-seven, which is very strong, two hundred and sixty-five yards in one touchdown. If that shredded, then that shredded. But that's what happened. Okay, he had a rushing touchdown, right? Who? Drew Brees. I don't know. It doesn't show that. I, it does show Tim he, Hightower having one hundred and two rushing yards, though. Yeah. Okay, and Brees had a rushing touchdown, and Fleener. Went out of bounds at the one yard line for no reason. So I, I watched the game. That's what I'm saying like okay. that. So in my mind, when I was watching the game, I was watching Breeze walk up and down the field. But um, but that's also look. Put- they they gave out 30, uh, 31 carries. Um, Twenty six went to Hightower, five to yeah. Lasco. Um, so they did hand the hand the rock off. So maybe um, like I said, Mark Mark Ingram and Tim Hightower, good spot for both of these guys. Yeah, but we're talking about um, what you call it? Uh, I think Blount. So my point, I think Blount is gonna is okay. gonna be playing. Like I don't think I don't oh, think you, okay, I don't think okay, you, okay. I don't think you go five wide. You're you're throwing up and down the field. Um, I do think they're they are gonna spread it out and get the ball out quick to to neutralize their pass rush. Um, okay, I, okay. I do think Blount will be in the game because you've got to get physical with with Seattle. You you want to you want to you want to be able to tire them out. You don't want them coming full throttle at at Brady. Um, timing the the throws. Belichick is smart. I mean, but they got it. I'm not worried really worried about the offense to be honest. And I'm going against Brady this right. week. I'm just, I'm just gonna have to absorb that and root against everyone else. <laughs> I'll take it down. I'll take it down. Then let's go to four TDs. We'll go four. Yeah, four. That's what he had um, last the time they played Bowl, right? in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah okay. Brady. So we'll go four. We're going he threw for four touchdowns. Okay. That kind of matches four Super Bowl rings. Um, oh, yeah. So wow. we'll keep it. At, we'll keep it at four. I don't want to be too disappointed. Four is I mean, a I nice, think, solid number. I think Gronk's pretty physical. You know, I'll, I don't think you're gonna beat him up. You know. Uh, I think Bennett, you know, he's pretty physical out there. He'll be blocking while Gronk's one of those routes. But uh, Mike, unless, unless oh. Sherman decides to take somebody else's knees out, no, oh, I, uh, I finally got a chance to see where he dove at a kicker's knee. I didn't think dirty. it was as bad as what it, oh, it was until I it saw was it. Yeah, it was I, and I, I, I like I like Sherman, and he, I mean, everyone let up. He just dove, like bro, chop your what 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 the wife said. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna stop. Nah, stop. I mean, yeah, we ain't talking about that. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, at, uh, yeah my, I was gonna say just I mean, in season long, you're gonna start Brady. There's you're never gonna bench him. Um and going back to back to the Super Bowl again, their I believe their leading receiver in the Super Bowl was Shane Vereen with eleven catches. So I think James White would be a pretty if I had to choose one of the running backs. James White would be the one, although that's looking kind of shaky since Deion Lewis is set to come back. Just um, messed everything all up. <laughs> yeah. Deion Lewis is real Christmas, man. <laughs> yeah, you're going to start Brady. You're going to start Gronk. Edelman might be a solid play because he's going to be in the slide and Sherm's not going to be on him, so he's probably the best of the receivers. 
on and it's Gronk. Gronk is the best receiver. Ben is gonna eat. Um and uh I don't everybody else it, it, it's just gonna be out there. You may get a touchdown, you may not. And that's that's what happens when you have good quarterbacks, is anybody's liable to snap. Chris Hogan can get two for no reason. Well, Chris Hogan's hurt now. He's, oh, hurt, he's hurt, so I think – yeah, he's hurt. So it's going to be uh, Amendola running out there in the five wide sets up and down the field. So right. um, I, you know, on, on, even on, on Seattle's side, we, we, you know, Brady – we trust Brady. Um, fire, fire fire everybody up. On Seattle's side, um, I actually have a dilemma in my personal – one of my personal leagues. Uh, I'm actually thinking about starting CJ Procise over Todd Gurley this week. Um, today – Christian Michael popped up with a hamstring injury and looks like he didn't finish practicing. And so that's very interesting being that Thomas Rawls isn't back and Procise has already outsnapped him to the last two weeks. He's been on the field more than been uh, Christine Michael. And in a game where Brady's going to throw four TDs, we know Seattle's going to be down and it looks like Seattle's kind of abandoning the running game. And last week when we saw Seattle abandon the running game. We saw Russ come back. We saw Baldwin having a good game, and Jimmy Graham seems to be uh, the focal point of the offense now. And so I don't want to read too much in the last week's game, but I think the Bills' defense is pretty solid, um, to say the least. And it looks like, you know, Russ kind of handled that defense. Um, is Russ Wilson back? Uh, if they're not running the ball, and he has no choice but to be back. Yeah, they're passing the ball a lot more than what they – they used to, and I think Jimmy Graham being healthy is a big part of that. So, I mean, we expect New England to be ahead in this game, so they're going to have to throw the ball. And yeah, Christian Michael being hurt just makes um, ProSize even a better option. He's their receiving back. So, yeah, I think it shapes up for Wilson to have a pretty solid day, just given given the circumstances. Most of that could be in garbage time, but I mean, heck, we don't care. We just want to see the points go up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I, at this point. Um, well, I, from Seattle, all you can really trust is Jimmy Graham and Russ. You can trust in this game. Um, outside of that, I, I feel like most of those are tournament wide receivers. Uh, Doug Baldwin tournament. I don't even know why you'd roster Tyler Lockett at this point. Um, and who's the uh, what's the name? Curse. Curse actually has some some pretty good upside. Um, a lot of times when he likes to throw the deep balls, he he's been the guy that's been going up and get it um, instead of a uh, Lockett. So I think the last time they were down by a lot of points, Curse had a really good game. I think he had 100 yards. I'll check the game. <clears throat> but um, he's another sleeper. Other than that, uh, I, this is really all Brady. <laughs> it's really yeah. all. It's really all Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at him real quick. It says, yeah, Christian Michael Hamstring is listed as questionable, and this just popped up today. So on a Friday practice, uh, it's a little different. These injury reports are more serious. Um yeah, he's a late addition to the injury report after limited Friday practice. So he said it is limited. It's possible it could be a game time decision. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And we'll Deion monitor it as the time goes on. Deion Lewis um update is he if he's if he does play, he'll be limited as well. Um okay. and possibly split snaps with um James White on third down. It was the last time I read, yeah. which was today. I I, I don't want to Harp too much on the Patriots, but I'm kind of torn on the Deion Lewis news because we've seen last year what this guy can do. You know, we've seen it. It's it's ridiculous. But Belichick, I mean, James White has been playing really good this year, right? So I don't. We got to kind of get out of our fantasy football minds and just kind of sit until you know. We, Belichick yeah. definitely doesn't. He doesn't play for us. 
You exactly. know, um, I can't. It's hard to see White disappear, but we saw last year that Deion Lewis was the real deal. Yeah. So, so I think White is going to disappear. Um, I just don't think. I think that we all want him, or like not want him, but we all want to see Lewis now because we seen Lewis last last year, and I feel okay. like Lewis is not going to be live like that until the end of the season because I think the Patriots and Belichick don't care about a player getting out there right now. They care about the playoffs. They care about being healthy and they're playing for Super Bowls. And I don't, I don't see any reason or why you're going to rush a guy that tore his ACL, then had a setback in rehab. And you're going to force him out the first minute he gets a, a green light. They'll, they'll probably, you know, slow him back in because he's really good and you don't yeah. really need him. Like you have another fast running back that can pass. I mean, that can catch the ball. Yeah. Deion Lewis is better than him. But, you know, it's not like, it, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like um, the rich getting richer. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll save this and put this in an account and let it build up because I don't need it right now to cash in. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, if they, if they were, okay. if the Patriots were losing, I would be like, yeah, they got to get the elements out there. But nobody's saying that they have to get them out there. We just want to see them as fantasy players and want those points. Um, but like you said, Belichick's not playing for us. I think he just comes out later in the year. So, like, a, as a playoff running back, he may be really strong. Like, he may make somebody a Super Bowl. I just don't like if you have him right now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play him. I, I would just wait two, three weeks until he's actually really. He's fully practicing, taking first team snaps. It's got to be the whole works for me. Okay. Or next week because they have the golden matchup, San Francisco. <laughs> oh boy, that's a, that's gonna be blunt all over. Me. Yeah, blunt about to take off. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be bad. All right, you gotta play Brady then. Lord, he may have three touchdowns a half. That's actually probably took a good time to play him because then he'll have 200 yards, three touchdowns. He just sit down. It'd be 28 35 nothing by halftime. <laughs> he won't be in the game. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, good. so on this next one, I'll let Mike take the lead on this one. This, I think this can be the fantasy fiesta of the week. We got Pittsburgh versus Dallas. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I think that, I think that yes, game sir. could just yes, be, a, yeah, I think it could be a show. And so, uh, you know, Mike, what 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 are you seeing from from the boys this week? I I go with the team with the best record, the best quarterback, best running back in the league. What's up? I personally don't see it being a fiesta because I think we just run the ball, run the clock, and beat them soundly by a solid two touchdowns. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that that bias is kicking in. We're bouncing yeah, out later. It's kicking. Ahead, in. Who you like? No, I mean that's 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 how Dallas plays: run the ball, control the clock. Uh, keep the other team from running the ball because they're going to be down. Now, I mean, they have Big Ben and Antonio Brown, so that mm-hmm. it, it won't matter. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just joking. It's going to be a good game. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna start Zeke. You're gonna start Le'Veon Bell. You're gonna start the big guns. Um, on the Dallas receiving side, I think Dez would be a sneaky flex play in the sneaky tournament play in DFS because he usually only comes to play in these big games where we need him. You know, last week we played Cleveland. We didn't need him to do much. It was a blowout, so he really didn't really do nothing. But you got a, a marquee matchup. It's going to be, um, I believe I heard somewhere that 99% of the country is going to get Dallas versus Pittsburgh in the 4 o'clock slot. Good. So everyone's going to be watching the game. So I think this is the type of game where Dez typically shows up. Yeah, definitely a primetime look. 
but yeah, then on the Pittsburgh side, I mean, you're going to start the usual suspects, Ben, Le'Veon, um, Antonio Brown. I wouldn't look to start anyone outside of that. Maybe Eli Rogers as a punt play. But yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, so right now I'm looking at Vegas. Vegas has Pittsburgh actually winning or favored um, by two and a half. And so, you know, we hear what Mike says. We get it. Mike's a Dallas fan. But what, what, Vegas is, what Vegas is telling us that maybe Dallas is going to be in the position now that Dak is going to get more opportunities because they will be trailing. And so we um, – Well, they're they're at home, so that's yeah. automatically three points that you give the home team right there. So it's, Okay. I'm just I'm – just, I'm just, right Two and a half was pretty much a, a pick them according to Dallas. But it is the highest. Yeah. Well, there's like three games that have – or two games that have a 50 um, – point over under right now yeah i'm just looking at it i'm looking at it right now um ben roethlisberger at home is a different guy than he's on within he is on the road uh the the pittsburgh steelers team is different at home than they are on the road which it's, it's almost night and day it's kind of weird so yeah I, i'm i'm actually I'm, I'm gonna say this with a little bit of fear um i'm actually going back to semi coast this weekend good luck <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah. I, wish me luck. And so, Colts, you know, he, he's well, had I took the, the. I took the L for both of us, bro. You'll be all right now. He got it. Yeah, out of yeah. System. I took the zero. He has the. He has the. He has the droppies, right? He has the droppies right now. And uh, just in a high-scoring game, I, I'm like, I, I'm looking at Colts, um, especially. So I don't know if if uh, uh, Darius Gun- Green is going to play. He looks like he may play. But Ben, they have that offense still needs a number two receiver. Mike mentioned Eli Rogers earlier; could be possibly him. But um, they're going to put up points, and it's not going to be all Ben Roethlisberger to Antonio Brown. You know, so they're going to need another receiver to to, to produce, and maybe it could be semi close this weekend. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not going to piggyback up coach, but I am going to piggyback up. <laughs> <laughs> Not this is what I'm not gonna do. I am gonna piggyback off. I think I do think uh, I think Pittsburgh is gonna win this game um, for the simple reason. Um, not only are they home, but they need it more. Um, they're four and four. Um, they they've got they've got to be desperation time. Dallas is eating fat right now. They're seven and one right now. They're playing good football. They're on a roll, so they're gonna be a tough team to beat. I'm just giving Pittsburgh with their veterans and knowing what's on the line. They don't need to be on a losing slump right now or they're not going to go to the playoffs. So since I believe in Pittsburgh making the playoffs, I do believe that they're going to win this game. Um, I think that you start all the usual suspects. Um, I think, you know, I um, I do like Jesse James, <clears throat> tight end. Um, I think he gets in the end zone one time. Um, outside of that, I don't like Sammy Coates, like Bell, like Brown, like Ben, like uh, Zeke, like Dak, um, like Cole Beasley, and then the other wide receivers are all target place. <laughs> I think Ladarius Green may come back in this game, so that could put. Oh, that um, that'd be nice if he if he plays. Yeah, that, yeah I think that could um, make may make you want to stay away from Jesse James yeah, if he would, comes yeah, back. Clearly. Yeah, always use your common sense, people. <laughs> Things change, um, but that—that's really it for that game. I—that's I, more of the game. Like I'm very interested to literally watch. Like, like I when that's on, I want that on TV. If I can't get it on TV, I'm finding my computer. I'm hacking websites. 
I'm figuring out passcodes, I'm borrowing somebody's dish network, whatever I got to do at the game I want to watch. Um, but uh, flipping flipping on, let, let's get the, I guess, the, the last of the great quarterbacks that's playing right now, uh, Green Bay, Tennessee. Uh, you got A-Rod slash A-Fraud and Super Mario, which has been playing very, very good the last couple of days. He's probably won uh, uh, some people a lot of money in DFS because he's pretty much low-owned almost every week. Uh, and he's getting two to three touchdowns. And he's been making some no-name receivers look like really good players. Um, so that, that's a, that, I think that has an opportunity to be a fan of Fiesta. I don't have the over-unders in front of me. Um, is this Mike? Do you know? Is this one of the uh, the expensive ones? I don't know what Kenny's doing in the back. Is he moving? No, he's packing. Fiesta, Fiesta. Is Fiesta. Fiesta, Fiesta. Yeah, I think this is going to be the Fiesta this week. Um, both defenses have been struggling, and both quarterbacks have been playing really well. Um, I think, I think Green Bay will set the tone for the game simply for the simple fact that they don't have a running game, so you know. Rodgers is going to throw the ball at least 40 to 50 times. And I think they build up a lead and they force Tennessee out of the exotic smash mouth that they run and run and force them to pass the ball. I think this game will be that sneaky high scoring game that goes under the radar because it's not as high profile as some of the other games that we got. But yeah, you as this, you fire up all all hands on deck. All four Green Bay receivers, Cobb, Montgomery, Jordy, Adams. You can put them in your lineup. And Tennessee, you're gonna start DeMarco. And he even if it's a blowout, he's still gonna he's still gonna be effective because he's the receiving back, especially yep. with Derrick Henry out. He's the only only healthy back they have that's worth anything right now. Um Rashad Matthews, he's been on a tear lately, so you can Definitely start him. Delaney Walker, of course. He's always going to be an option in PPR. Any league, he's going to be a he's a top five tight end, no doubt. And so yeah, I think this is this has a potential to be to be the fantasy fiesta this week. I think I'm calling that one as a fiesta this week. Fiesta, fiesta. Yeah, I think I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to to I probably won't watch it. <laughs> it might not be a game I'll watch. Um, at, well, this is at one o'clock. I may watch it. Um, I don't, I, do, I don't know what time Jags play, but the Jags play at one. I'll probably, yeah, I'll they're probably gonna force, play. we'll be forced yeah. to watch the Jags at yeah, one o'clock. Well, I mean, Jacksonville has a chance to win that. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be more of the same for Green Bay. You know, A Rod's going five wide. He, somebody's catching a touchdown. Jordy Nelson has seven touchdowns right now. I'm so, I'm odds are he probably won't catch one this week. It's like he can't catch one every single week. Uh, but I'm hoping he does anyway. <laughs> Last week was a complete fluke one, but uh, I'm hoping for it continues. And um, Tennessee, man, I just don't get it. Like everybody in our divisions is getting better, but but the Jags, like I just don't, I don't get it. Like, what? How are we missing it? Like their offensive line isn't great, but it's doing its job. Demarco Murray is doing his job. Uh, Mariota, he threw eight interceptions, but he's putting up. He, he's making. He has seventeen touchdowns. He's making these receivers run and catch. And Tennessee's four and five. Like they're, you know, we were at least supposed to be. The Jaguars were supposed to be better than them. I can tell you that right now. I I, I can't tell you, you know, how high Jacksonville eight and eight, whatever it's supposed to be. But I know we were supposed to be better than the Titans. <laughs> like, I do know that. 
Kenny, want to add anything before we jump on these uh, Jaguars? Uh, yeah, Mike, I mean, you guys, you guys summed it up. It, it might make a good point. Maybe this is the fiesta, right? The shootout that we're looking for. Green Bay's pass defense is leaky, but they have a strong run defense. Um, versus Mariota, who's on fire right now, uh, and with a very strong running back. And then there's Rogers on the other end. Uh, all you know, he mentioned all the receivers. I, I want to add one. You know, Jeff Janice. So. Oh oh I just want to say his name, guys. That's it. Jeffrey Janis. But, you know, Jeff may not he may not play today. <laughs> because uh, Randall Cobb is fully healthy. So he's been taking off the injury report. Um, he's going to be back in the slot running those ziggy-zaggy routes, seam streaks. And uh, I think Cook may play this weekend. I know he practiced. Um but the Green Bay looks like to be almost back to full health. James Starks and Cook may be doubtful still on that bubble, but uh, Green Bay is almost back to full health. So, you know, look out, rest of you know the NFL, and that's pretty much it. And honestly, we don't have to talk about the Jags and, and the Houston Texans too much, to be honest. I don't. I mean, it's start just, the Texans defense. Yeah, yeah, do do that. Blake at home is prone to throw interceptions like he is on the road, but at home he likes to fumble a little more. So, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> I, I would, you know, it's so sad. It's Jags sad. are actually favored in this game. Yeah, by two. I know. I've seen that. They, Vegas. They're home. Remember, you've already well, said it. Home, yeah. Right? yeah, they're home. So I, I try. I try to to be positive. I try to. But you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> I guess last week, you know, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic. We saw a little bit of hope in the Jags running game and Houston doesn't stop the run well. So maybe Chris Ivory's in play. I seen him on Fandor earlier today. He's 5,200. I think it's pretty easy to pay off that price tag. If he gets 18 to 20 carries, it's just, if that means the Jags have to still be in the game, you know, um, Things got to kind of be going right, but but the Texans give up a nice um, – they give up well over 100 yards a game on the ground. So I'm looking at Ivory. I think Marquise Lee could be in play if you have to do it. Um, I know Alan Hearns is in the concussion protocol. You know, and Marquise Lee right now he's the same thing as Alan Robinson. So <laughs> just throw him out there and hope – that's my take on the Jags. Yeah. <laughs> throw them out there and hope. If you got to start them in season long, just hope. And in fantasy, there's just so many other options, guys. The only person I'm looking at the Jags is really Chris Ivory. Maybe because he's so cheap. In DFS, I'm just looking at the slate. What is he, 50? 5,200. Yeah, but. that's really, really. If you want to fit David Johnson in every single lineup, that's the only reason why I've found myself in the Chris Ivory range. So, I don't know. Is there anyone cheaper that's that you can play? That's what I'm looking at. If you're going that low, I would much rather play uh, Dewan Harris in San Francisco. We expect them to be trailing and catch up mode. He's receiving back out there. I'd rather play... Well, yeah, he's the same price as Ivory. I'd rather play Darren Sproles. He's $100 less versus Atlanta. Much rather play him. Um... James White, he's 5,400. He's 200 more. I'd rather play him. 
Robert Kelly. Um, they're saying Matt Jones may be a healthy scratch. I'd rather play him. So yeah, don't 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 do it to yourself. Just unless you have to play the Jags, don't do it. Don't do it. Just just don't do it. I concur. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna nicely skip over that game. Uh, <laughs> so I think you guys did a, a very healthy job. <laughs> uh, another two and six team, Chicago Bears, Tampa, which I do have, think have more fantasy value um, than Houston and Jags. Um, one thing about Houston, though, uh, DeAndre Hopkins better do something this week coming off a bye. If not, bye, DeAndre. And fast forward. Rock, rock sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. I don't even like that. He sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. So, um, you know, we've got Jay Cutler and we have uh, Winston. Um, what do you guys like out here? This might be a solid – one or two players are going to snap off in this game, I feel. But the Bears have a sneaky good defense. Yeah, I like this game a lot. Um, it's the target hog, <laughs> you know, Mike Evans, the number one wide receiver right now in fantasy football. I don't see how he doesn't get 14 to 15 targets again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like his his James, target rate is crazy. James squints his way. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's locked in on Mike Evans. <laughs> you know, um, this call how you can just squint with Mike, which was Mike. Nah, that's not Mike. <laughs> Doug, Doug Martin had a full practice today. You know, so <laughs> that you know it, it it can make the offense better. Um, but yeah, Mike Evans is going to get targeted. He's just yeah. a beast, and I, it uh, looks like Russell Shepard is out. Yeah, their second and number two receiver. Yeah, the only yeah, other so guy that he's seen. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's not going to. Cecil's not doing anything. Humphreys, I don't know. It's it's all about Mike Evans. And on the other side, it's all about Alshon. Yep. So Jay Cutler's back, and he's locked in. Hey, and hey. we've seen that against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Cutler had a good game, and he just looked at Alshon over and over and over again. And, um, and when Xavier Rose went out, they went straight to Alshon. And luckily... The Bucs don't have an Xavier Rhodes. Okay, they don't have anything for their pass defense. Their rush defense is pretty solid. So Jordan had a, Jordan Howard could have a, you know, a, a, a rough day running against Jerome McCoy and, and that defense. But I'm looking, man. I'm looking at Alshon. I'm looking at Evans, and both are priced very, very well on FanDuel. I think Alshon's like 7,200. I mean, he's he's down there. So I'm excited about him this week. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, those two receivers there, I'm just looking at my cash lineup that I have right now. I have Jeffrey and Mike Evans. So you have two two stud receivers, two quarterbacks that like to lock in on their stud receivers, so they're going to be heavily targeted. Two pass defenses that aren't that good, so you can go ahead and fire, fire them up. Um, unless they come out and say Doug Martin's going to get a normal workload, I wouldn't start anyone in the Bucks backfield and the the Bears backfield is kind of jumbled as well. Jordan Howard, he's back there. Kadeem Carey sneaks in touches. Jeremy Langford's back healthy again. So I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable starting any one of those guys. So fantasy wise, other than Evans and Jeffrey and then actually the tight ends, Zach Miller and Cameron Brait. Other than that, yeah, those would be the 
the main targets in fantasy. And then, of course, in in two QB leagues, uh, or I guess they're low-end QB1s, Cutler and Jameis Winston. We expect this game to be high scoring going back and forth. I guess it. It's. I'm not going to watch this game, but fantasy-wise, you can get a little something from this game. Yeah, a little, little something. And I think just the Alshon Jeffrey is a testament of, you know, when your quarterback likes you. We said this whole year. When the quarterbacks change, they change. I haven't heard Cameron Meredith's name since Jay Cutler came back. That's it. That's it for you. It, it, Jay Cutler came and his career went away. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of leave that game alone. I'm going to fast forward right into um, the Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Philly game. Uh, we got uh, because this has fancy relevance. Uh, we got Matt Ryan. Um, they've just been on a tear. Uh, I'm shortly. I'll leave the y'all kind of break down players. I do think Atlanta's going to win this game um, because Philly is slumping, and I think uh, Wentz is coming back to earth. Um, but you guys can tell me the players to look out for. I can start with Darren Sproles. I might mention him earlier, and I actually overlooked him. Um, but Atlanta's giving up the most catches and yards to running backs in the NFL uh, this season. Um, and they get Darren Sproles, who is their clear number one back on that team. It looks like FanDuel hasn't priced him that way. Um, but he, he's going to lead the team in carries, targets out the backfield. It's just, you know, um, Bill, what are you so I like eating, dog? What you said? What are you, what are you eating? Uh, I, I was eating chips and I, I, uh, <laughs> I put them away. Oh, you can tell I tried, I tried to get away with it. <laughs> and, uh, I mute myself. I, I mute myself when I was actually eating. Yeah. I was like, did I mute myself? I was eating. Maybe it came in. But uh, yeah, I like Darren Sproles this week. Um, I think Trufant is out. This week, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, Trufant is out. Yep. So Matthews, I like him as well. The receiver, not the running back. And uh, and I want to say the Eagles' number one cornerback is out as well. Um, not uh, you know I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he is. Even if he's not, Julio Jones is in play. Julio. Yeah, just looking at the um. Atlanta defense here, they're actually giving up the most FanDuel points per game to quarterbacks and receivers. So you mentioned Jordan Matthews. I think Carson Wentz could be a sneaky tournament play in FanDuel, along with Zach Ertz. He finally had a decent game last week. I think he had eight catches for 97 yards, and he's Along with Darren Sproles, he's underpriced on FanDuel as well, only 4700 So he's he's looking like one of those free squares this week. But, yeah, this – and, of course, Julio. So, yeah, this game looks like it could be a sneaky high-scoring game. Most people probably think Atlanta will blow them out given that the tear that they're on. But Philly, Philly could put up a fight. Yeah, Philly could. Yeah, they, they could. Um, and they – the defense has been playing solid. Um, I just think uh, the offense is, is, has missed a step. <clears throat> not not entirely sure where. I know they lost one of their offensive linemen. Um, but, uh, yeah, if they can get Darren Sproles popping, then they're going to roll. Um, but we're going to roll right over to the greatest black quarterback in the league, and it's not Prescott. 
is Killer Cam Newton in the Carolina Panthers versus Kansas City. Noise. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Concussion is back. Um, didn't he like get a concussion, come back, and then get another concussion or something like that? Or was that somebody else? Was it Alex Smith? Alex Smith. It was Alex Smith? Was it? Yeah, he took a, a big shot. They said he he only had a cut on his ear in that game, so he came back and Stop then a bitch. he clearly got concussed and he he sat out last week versus Jags. Chiefs didn't need him because hashtag is the Jags, but yeah, he's back this week. Nah. Uh, what we like out here? What you think, Jonathan Stewart is going to be a, a regular running back? Or- yeah, may, maybe we can look at Stewart. I think this game is just ugly. Um, I don't like anything, and I, <clears throat> I, I think this is a perfect game you can target for cheap tournament options. We know that the Panthers' pasty is leaky. Um, you know, I would figure that Marcus Peters is going to be shadowing Kelvin Benjamin, so maybe you know we can look at an Olsen. Just the, you know, just a standard type of. Carolina game we can expect. I don't like Cam this week because I think Cam is going up against a tough defense. Um, you know, it for DFS purposes, uh, I just think you can just overlook this game. Maybe look at Tyreek Hill um, from from the Chiefs side, a wide receiver, or then there's maybe maybe Travis Kelsey. You know, uh, but I'm not excited about this game. You know, maybe someone else can convince me to be. I'm just not. Yeah, on the chief side of the ball, there's not much. Jerry Macklin's out, so I wouldn't want to start any of the receivers. Travis Kelsey would be the only play. Um, Carolina is giving up the third or actually second most FanDuel points to tight ends. So Kelsey would be a good tournament play. Um, but on the Carolina side of the ball, yeah, this game's probably going to be ugly. You're going to start Cam. He's going to be a top five, top 10 guarantee, maybe top five quarterback this week. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, he's been pretty steady the last couple of weeks. I believe 70, at least 70 yards in the last four games. So he's going to be a good play. Greg Olson, top three tight end. So I mean, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. So start your studs. Don't look for any, any punts in this game at all, as far as DFS goes. Well, let's look at hopefully we have some more excitement. Uh, we got one more matchup of two stud wide receivers. Um, we got uh, Odell in love with the kicking net, Beckham. Um, and AJ, what would you do to get your jersey green? Uh, battling on Monday night. Um, it's the final game of Sunday. So uh, if anybody's doing those all, what well, I forgot what they call like the, the tournaments when they go, it's Sunday through Monday tournament um, or season long. Um, this is going to make and break your night. So you're either going to get walked down by one of these guys <laughs> and pray that they do bad, or you'll be on the bubble and hope betting against a kicker, something stupid like that, which a heart racing. You just want to get up in the morning, like I was last Monday. I couldn't take it. I was like, yeah, I like, I like what you did with the AJ. AJ, would you say AJ get your green jersey? I, I or said, I said you... AJ, what would you do to get your jersey green? Oh, okay. Uh, I think because he sold his jersey when at college for the green, right? For like a thousand dollars. That's a great tag. The, the where I got that tag from, so which obviously is not a good tag because you didn't get it. 
Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> is, is his his commercial on the NFL Network is he goes yeah, I'm the, in the green the NFL and, shop yeah, commercial. Yeah, this, this is what I did for my oh. jersey, and he says I got a hundred and some yards, and I've done all of this, yada yada. And then his his mother's like, oh, I just bought this at NFL.com. Yeah, but oh, clearly you have you kids and you don't watch TV and fine. Jersey. <laughs> Give me a stack that jersey in college. All right. But uh <laughs> hey, you gotta eat, man. You gotta eat. Gotta eat. All right, yeah. So I'm excited about this game. You can see my tones change. Uh yeah, man. This game is I, I I'm I'm excited about Odell, Sterling, Eli, Andy Dalton, AJ Green, Tyler Eifert. I there's something in my heart. I know Tyler Eifert is snatching souls this weekend. I don't know what <laughs> the Giants is. Well, you know, Mike, what are the Giants ranked with fan duel points per game for tight end? Or what are their, I don't know what it is. Uh, they're giving up. Uh, they're actually only giving up 10 points per game for tight ends. They're, they're not a good matchup at all. They are a good matchup. <laughs> I don't, I, Zach Ertz just last week had 97 yards receiving on them. Okay. They are a good matchup. And I know Tyler Eifert will eat this weekend. I'm and AJ Green. Eifert. I'm all in on Eifert. Um, I'm actually, uh, yeah, I'm all in on Eifert because I have him in my season long, so I have to be all in. Um, I Eli's just one of those guys, man. He's a when he's on, he's on. When he's not, he's not. But he's been constantly hovering around that 200 yard mark, um, 200 300 yard mark. He hasn't had one of those breakout. You know, Eli usually has a 400 yard three interception day. He hasn't had one of those in a while. Um, he just go for four TDs, right? Yeah, but I think he only had like 240 yards passing. So it was like, like it was like it was like great and not great. Like the numbers, if those touchdowns made it great, but it wasn't as great as it could have been. Like I think he only had in my league, and I inflate a little bit. He only had like 29 points. Like Ben Roethlisberger and um, somebody else caught up to him because he didn't have that many yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like one of those like a rod type days that he's been having this season, where it wasn't big, 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 but it was high on touchdowns. So you know he had a lot of flair because you've seen him on Red Zone Channel a lot. Um, but uh, I hate Rashard Jennings. I hate any running back that's in the Giants' backfield. Stay away from all of them. Um, Odell, the receivers I like. I don't like the tight ends. And Andy Dalton, Eifert, AJ. Um, and the running backs, I'm so torn. I have to like Gio because I have him in two leagues. But Jeremy Hill can get off. I'm still unsure of who's the number one running back in that backfield. Like, I'm still not 100% sure. I think Gio's been out carrying him the last two weeks. But Hill's had big games anyway. I, I think it's Gio. I, I could say Gio. I mean, I would say Gio is the, the back you want to. I don't know. Maybe it's both. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Gio, though. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick Gio. But I like I feel like that can turn in any week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you like, OK, you always check it back to box for like who had more touches because you're not sure. <laughs> like if you didn't watch mm-hmm. the game, you don't know. Which <laughs> one went off. <laughs> so it's, it's check it back. Uh, and um, but now I'm, I'm really excited to watch the game. Um, but I think you, you kind of start the studs here. I'm not sure if any of the the off players have a big game um, like the no names. Uh, maybe Sterling, I think, probably has the best shot because Victor Cruz went out. Um, it's probably the name that you know, but he's not a you know wide receiver one. But I think he may be the only one that has a, a breakout game um, that I that I would dare enough to start. Hmm. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited about every single big name in this Monday night matchup. Oh, I like all the big names, yeah. It's it's Monday night football. Yeah, man. It's Odell, he you know, he's a little ballerina, he's a performer, right? He, <laughs> you know, he's Here he wants go. to get out there and show his stuff. <laughs> you know, twerk it boy. So yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see Odell. I want to see him score, celebrate, you know, cry, whatever, whatever happens on Monday night. <laughs> That's a whole entire performance for you, right? Yeah, I'm ready to see Odell perform for me. So. Uh, um yeah, man, that, that's it. Man, I, th- th- those guys are penciling. Are there any sleepers? Is uh, Sterling a sleeper? I mean, is Sterling Shepard? I think Victor Cruz is out, so I think yeah. Sterling gets a bump. You know, maybe their tight ends. The guy who caught the uh, touchdown last week, um, Roger Lewis. Lewis, yeah, Lewis Junior. Get a bump. Yeah, yeah, he had like one catch for thirty yards in the touchdown. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay, Lewis. Okay. What happened to Sterling? Sterling was so strong earlier this year. He was like, oh, my God, Sterling is better than Odell. I no said that, actually. I said that. Yeah, no one said that. Now, Sterling had a, he had a decent day. I think he had four catches, a touchdown. Um, I don't remember his exact stats. I remember he was on my bench, and I was mad. I remember that. And I had I started, you know, Sammy Coates over him. And I watched Sammy Coates just can't catch a cold. So, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> Tough out here, dog. It's all fluke. <laughs> no, um, any any last comments, critiques you want to add before we wrap this thing on out? Yeah, uh, Rudy Gay is really good at basketball. So Boogie, well, Rudy Gay and both both Boogie and Rudy Gay right now are heading towards fifty fantasy points. Wow. And yeah, Rudy Gay just came back. It was weird because his first quarter was regular. And then he just, I just said regular. It was regular, and he just, um, I don't know, exploded. He has more fantasy points now than Boogie. I don't know what's going on. Yo, I'm so mad, bro. This free tournament, 336 is the is the cash line. I lost Melo, bro. Melo could it. What's what? your score? Uh, 290, which he probably wouldn't oh, got me up, that man? far, but it would have been close. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my little been... green man. Hold on, I just want to see the the the, the line is sit sit courtside with Brandon. I don't know who Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, that sucks, bro. We could have been out here jigging, dog. You, yeah, I watch like, my everybody little... can't sit next to Brandon Marshall like this. You're gonna have one big old rope. <laughs> so hundred people. <laughs> my bad. Go ahead. I'm just watching my little green man not move. So what a little blue man. He's not moving. So. <laughs> I'm looking at tomorrow nicely. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Preparing these bets. All right, guys. Uh, so again, our DFS it was on Friday. Was that um? What was it? The the eleventh. Yeah, Friday eleventh. Um, we're gonna have lineups for you guys. Um, Sleepo stats coming. Um, everything. We get DFS ready. We're trying to make that transition now. Season long. We know it's starting to wrap up. You guys starting to get to the playoffs. Um, good luck to everybody this Sunday. Uh, may the fluke be with you. Ignore the noise. Yo.